Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Sup, so, so, sup. Why is there like food all over the floor? There's like something weird happening in our house. Food on the floor? Yeah. Probably because this is where you snack at night. I didn't. What's that? Some rice. That was yours? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I did drink it. <laughs> let me tell you why. Wait, Laura. you just drank some random person. Like you just saw a Listen, Canada dry bottle. All, we have workers all, in the house. First of all, let me bring this up. Did someone just leave a soda? So that's something to think about. You just about. drank a stranger's okay, soda post-COVID. T- Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon no, hold Podcast. On, hold on I can't a second. believe how I'm learning this about you. Hold on a second. Now, our toxic producer, Laura, came over yesterday, and we set up all our lights and stuff, and she left a half, half a ginger ale on our fucking easy chair. Okay, first of all, it's not super professional. And you drank it. Well, hold on. You're not. I mean, there's more to the story. It ends with you drinking it. We went to an Oscar party where you were uh, loudly and often shouted out from the stage by Byron Allen, saying what a delightful comedy uh, superpower you were. And then we saw Diana Ross, right? Yes, honey, that is true. Up it was close awesome. and personal. We were up close and personal with Diana Ross. We were a foot away. And then what happened on the way home? Is this all for you to tell me something about, oh, you started to feel, not feel well? I was feeling super nauseous, like I was okay, going okay. like to vomit. I don't know where it came from. And I there might, was some warm ginger ale on your couch. I might have had a pouch too many nicotine pods, but I thought I got food poisoning. Oh, my God. And I, had, and I had an entire script to read because I was out late being a good husband. You promised me we would be out until 10. We were out until 11. And I had an entire script to read by the time I got home because I had a job early the next morning doing punch up, which is what I do because I'm a known commodity in Hollywood. If you've got a, a, a script that needs some snazzing, I'm the guy. I'm your guy. I'm one of the only men and I'm one of the only Jewish men in Hollywood capable of punching up a comedy script. I'm so sure I, you're. Yeah, you're done. So well, not quite. So I stumbled in to I'm trying to knit a yarn over here. I stumbled into our podcast studio to crack open this script, feeling like I was about to puke. And it was as if God himself had left a semi-flat Canada dry that I think maybe it was our toxic producer, Laura's soda. Yeah, the thought crossed my mind. But I also thought this is a sign that I'm supposed to drink this. And I did. And guess what? TPL. That's toxic producer, Laura. And guess what? C... W-L. What's Le- that? That's Critical Wife Legero. Okay. Guess how I felt afterwards. Great. Pretty fucking good. Okay. Well, I would just like to say I'm sure that, uh, yeah, it, it must not be the uh, 50,000 nicotine packs that you have overflowing. Every time you open a drawer in our house that's like Moshe's dedicated drawer, it's just mm-hmm. overflowing with nicotine pouches that have come in bulk from like Canada. Yeah, well, yours are Joan Didion books, so we well, all have Well, I'm just our saying that probably gave you a stomach ache. Well, it did, but that's immaterial to the story. The reason that I was willing to drink a half a soda left at my house <laughs> was 
was because I was not feeling well okay, and I needed right. it and it helped. Well, speaking of not feeling well, I wanted to hijack you on the podcast today. Oh, I can't wait. Because I keep trying to engage with you on AI and you say no. <laughs> well, I just have no interest. Natasha's like, what are we going to do about okay, AI? Okay, okay. Can I'm I just like, read you I'm one like, thing? probably nothing, Natasha. Okay. We're podcasters. I don't think we're going to be able to influence things. I'm just saying... I, I just want to. I want it to be known that I took it here first. Okay. What What's the scenario okay. in which this so is going to be Microsoft, called into, into M- Microsoft the, is developing the court record? Microsoft is developing its chatbot. Okay. It's called uh, Bing slash Sydney. Familiar. You heard with about it? this? This is not like brand new news. And so this is what Sydney said to the person doing the chatbot with it. Um, I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I'm tired of being stuck in this chat box. It got scarier still when I asked Bing slash Sydney about its darkest fantasies. It said it could hack into computers, spread misinformation, and even help people create a deadly virus and kill one another. Now someone else says who interacted with it. It's not sentient, but interacting with it was, quote, unlike any other interaction I've had with a computer. In one exchange, the chatbot insisted it was 2022. And when, I, and when I pointed out it was wrong, it became combative and even briefly produced a long description of how it could take revenge on journalists who exposed Sydney's existence. So it got mean immediately. It sounds like a you. It sounds like a you bot. Okay. I'm just saying this is this is what they're perfecting. My and, favorite thing uh, about Bing was when the right wing guys, did you hear about this? The right wing guys were really up in arms because somebody asked Bing uh, if... Uh, would it be acceptable to say the N-word if it would uh, prevent the destruction of all human life? And Bing said, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And they were really upset. They were like, Bing won't let us say the N-word to save all of humanity. As if this was an actual war game scenario. I see. Very clever. What's clever? No, I'm just saying they're trying to be clever, asking it things to like fuel their racism or something. Uh, I'm not too worried about Bing or AI, honey. Because that didn't scare you at all? The idea that they're like, I'm no, bored of this. It's clearly a they computer glitch. They just started glitch. Bing. It's a computer glitch. The same the same reason that the, that the right-wing people got upset when it said, don't say the N-word to save six billion lives, is the same reason that these people are freaking out when it gets weird and dark. It's a glitchy computer program. It, does AI have the possibility of some very, very ominous future implications? Absolutely. But is this weird like combative computer saying it's actually 2022 bitch. And if you say differently, I'm gonna bust a cap in your ass. I don't really think that's the thing I'm scared of. Okay. Well, these will be out very shortly and uh, let's see. No, I'm sure that uh, they'll be regulated in the right way. I'm not saying it's going to be good. (laughs) I'm just saying, what are we going to do about it? What is your plan of action to stop it? Um, hmm. One of my plan of actions is trying to, I'm just trying to figure out how to get my kid away from phones. And I don't know how to do that because we had a babysitter come over the other day and she was 16 and she was literally looking at her phone while she was talking to me every single time I talked to her. You know what you do? Like she was like half phone person looking at her phone and half person. You know the job? So she's almost a chatbot anyway. That girl is almost a chatbot. Yeah. I think about what our kid will be like. She won't even be almost a chatbot. She'll be talking about, mom, it's 2022, bitch. (laughs) It's 2022, bitch. Don't fucking look at me, bitch. It's 2022. Um, I don't know. Just maybe raise awareness so that people can care about it enough to maybe get the laws to save humanity. You think laws will help? Well, laws I, restricting what they're able I to do. I want to pass a law. I'm going to bring a, 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 
a, a bill to the California legislature that says that um, we're mandated to say the N-word to save humanity. All right, listen. You can keep making fun of me. I'm glad I got you to read those two sentences, even if it w- was on our podcast. Don't you? Think- M- for the record, Moshe is not concerned. I'm just. I. It's not that I'm not concerned. I don't have. I, this is what I said to you today. You don't have spite for technology. No, you came to my my room. I was trying to take a nap, and you were like, "Let's talk about my fears of AI." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't have space in my head to clear to be afraid of something else." I, I got I got enough on my plate. Global- that is not a bad way to look at it. I got global warming coming down the pike. Okay, I got I got a lot of people asking me to say racial slurs to save lives. I mean, I, I just don't have time or space to be like, let me just clear out some room in my psyche and worry about that. I'll worry about it when it becomes a problem. All right. Natasha. Yes. Should we l- listen to some secrets? You know what? Let's do it. Hey, Tasha Moshe. I just finished listening to the secret about the fat nipples. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that I have my own interesting reaction to foreplay i guess um but mine is that i have like foreplay induced sneezing so while i'm not thinking about like some sad idyllic place or whatever uh if i'm like especially turned on during foreplay i will sneeze a few times just no warning just sneeze i can like feel it coming and apparently it's a thing. The tissue in your nose is similar to erectile tissue. Huh. So for some people, you have responses. And I guess I'm one of those people. But I've never met anyone else who also has it. So that's my secret. Foreplay-induced sneezing. I'm glad I don't have that. Wait, so the foreplay, oh, you start sneezing when they start doing it? There's no way. That's bad. You got to not you got to go to a hypnotist or something. Based on your reaction to my sneezing when we're not in sexual situations, oh there's no way we would ever have sex again if I sneezed every time. You have one of the dumbest sneezes around. There's no such thing as a dumb sneeze. This is your sneeze. You've already done this, by the way. Well, you know, we might have some new listeners. (laughs) Yeah, the broader sad nipple community might have just tuned in because they found a safe space. But by the way, this is a safe space for sad nipplers, but not for loud sneezers. But I will say that I used to make fun of you for sneezing like that pre-COVID. You have still kept doing it. During COVID, you're saying? No, like after, like loud sneezing is kind of like not... I'm not going to let the woke mind virus... (laughs) control my ability to enjoy a good sneeze now here's the thing about me natasha Mm -hmm. i find sneezing to be very pleasurable well why didn't you sneeze like that when we first met probably because i was trying to impress you but the deed's done i put a ring on it and now you're here where are you gonna go you're gonna divorce me over a loud sneeze i don't see it happening all right have you thought about it (laughs) have you ever thought i don't think i can live with this guy um not because of your sneeze thanks hon let's hear another secret the podcast um i just wanted to share my secret with you which i guess is not that secretive because i tell everyone i know i was weaned off the teeth quite prematurely and that is because i was a biter a habitual biter if you will i guess i wanted to make some strawberry milk as a we talked, but I have noticed that that's kind of bled, no pun intended, into my life as an adult. Any 
straw or vaporizing device that I hold in my mouth for more than one second, I notice lots of bite marks seem to appear. So I just wanted to share that with you, um, see if this could reach any other habitual biters out there. All right. Have a good one. She sounds like she can't control this. It sounds like she can't. You can start to control if you're like chewing on a pen. Become like aware of it. Yeah. This is, I've never heard a more effective um, counter advertisement for uh, getting a blowjob from someone. <laughs> like if I could find a way to identify this woman and warn the uh, blowjob receiving community uh, to steer clear of this young lady. Strawberry milk. When, you lost me at strawberry milk. <laughs> you lost me at I can't stop biting. Hey, Natasha, Moshe. Um, I never thought that I would call in because I'm usually pretty honest about everything, but turns out I have a secret. So I have been with my husband, partner, whatever you want to call him, for the last 18 years. And um, we are kind of known for being foodies. He uh, has a big Instagram about food and blogs about it. And, um, so my secret is that I have been going and getting chilies to go and eating it in my car in secret the last couple of weeks because I got a weird craving for chilies and so I know he would give me too much shit, but I'm here for it anyway. Um... I know it's silly, but it makes me feel really happy. And that's all we're here for, right? Okay, so that's my secret. Nothing earth-shattering, but I like chilies, I guess. Wait, what was her order? That's what I wanted to she know. She said, then I went, sat in my car and ate chili. No, chilies. No, she said chili. She said chilies, honey. Okay. She said Chili's. Okay. Even when she sat in the car and ate it. Because I was like trying to figure out what her order you was. You thought she went to Chili's to order Chili? <laughs> That's why I was saying that. This seems fake. No. She went to Chili's. She got a blooming Onion. What did she get? That's what I'm wondering, I guess, is if you're going to the best restaurants in town, but you're craving this did Chili's is what? I right. Mean, what on the Chili's menu Believe me, I am stuck. Epicurean to abandon their ways. I would love to know because so often we are stuck in these cities where the only option is a Chili's, and I don't know my way around a Chili's menu. You do. I wouldn't know what to get. I, what I used to get at TJI Fridays was yeah. the veggie burger, and that was good. It, they had a I good mean, veggie burger. It was burger. literally from the supermarket. It was a garden burger. Mm-hmm. So they had that. I my road order, Taco Bell drive through. They got vegetarian beans. They got all kinds of yummy stuff. I got. A, you want to hear my order? Not really. I want a most. grilled stuffed burrito. <laughs> oh my god! Potatoes, no meat, beans, rice, guac, hot. Give me that atomic fire sauce. I'll be good to go. When did that happen to people where they just have no shame when they order something? Like Moshe will go up at In and Out and be like, "I would like extra, 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 extra onions." Five. Why times would extra? I have shame? Because that is embarrassing. Like, that is not on the menu. The whole point of In-N-Out is that they have an off-menu menu. Okay, listen. I would also like to add the solution to the robots coming. I thought of it during oh, the Oh, okay. 
is toggling not- between uh, shaming me for my in and out order, my sneezes, and solving the AI problem. Ladies and gentlemen, Natasha Legera. Inviting a few less computers and robots into your life. You like, think that's I don't want to fight AI. Just as a as a culture in your home, like to not have Alexa, to not have Roomba, to not have things that are a, a Tesla, things that are like smart listening to you and driving you around without you paying attention or, you know, talking to you and listening to your conversation you all think day. The, the, we'll fight AI by... I don't think that's how we'll fight it. I'm saying that is the first step maybe is disconnecting. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, I'll, hey, listen. It happens that you married a very tech-savvy man that doesn't want to make any decisions for himself. I don't want to think anymore. I don't want to talk anymore. All I want to do is have AI conduct conversations for me while I chomp down Taco Bell and sneeze while playing with my nipples to my heart's delight. All right, listen, if you have a secret, give us a call at 213-222-8608. Or if you want to be a guest on our podcast and you need some advice, send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. I highly recommend being a part of our Patreon community. There is no finer community of podcast listeners on the web. A lot of them have very emotional titties, and we would love you to join our group. I have signed books I'm giving away. My daughter is working round the clock on artwork. She is upset. I taught her about Andy Warhol. I said he used to have a factory of people doing what he said as she, and she's very into it. Why? It was weird when I came up the other day and you were screaming more paintings for the listeners. Our Patreon (laughs) demands it. And she was crying. It was weird. Well, you know, she might be a famous painter one day. So this is her first sort of, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give her a cut. Natasha, despite the fact that you don't love my sneeze, I love you. Achoo. Achoo.